Network. We're back with another amazing interview. I got Gordon in the building. He got all his products. Yeah, this is him. Yeah, entrepreneur. Yeah, we are here. It's been a while. We um we met a long a, a while ago, but we've been able to see each other grow. And I think that's what's been like great about this part now. You know what I'm saying? Because we actually got something to like talk about. We got pictures from other shit. So it's like it makes it feel better. It's not like, oh, this just he's hot, I'm hot. You know what I'm saying? It's like, no, this actually we've been seeing each other. So I'm proud of everything you got going on. I done bought the flip-flops. Yes, they're like heaven. And um, I'm just excited for everything you got going on. But for the people who don't know, what do you do? What is all this stuff? Um, first, I want to say thanks for having me on your platform. And, um, and I just appreciate your hustle. I've just been watching you. I'm like, okay, I love in the interviews. I like the energy, just, yeah. just everything, man. So just, just keep it going. Oh yeah, but um, but me um, I'm S Gordon. Um, I'm the brand. So, I uh, I used to manage music artists. Okay. Um, I built my own label, and uh, I I, I lost like 30, 40 grand just investing in the artists. Really? Yep. Taking them out of town, going to New York, going to Detroit, going to right. Atlanta, Texas. Not cheap. But the thing was, I never invested in me. Mm. It was always them. So, what age was that? 22, oh, 22, you were younger, yeah, right, after, right after uh, college. Yeah. I dropped out of college um, my last year, and um, I was just like scared, like, damn, like, what am I gonna do with my life? Mm -hmm. you know, Yo, so, last year, my last year, yeah. why? Um, so when I, I played college football, I was shout out to the college football. Look, I played it too. Where my ring at? I didn't even put the ring on this time. That's crazy. Okay, but you play college football? Yeah, I was in the top 100 player in Scotland, Ohio. From Swear, what year? Oh nine. Oh nine, Scouting, Ohio. Yeah, Top one hundred. I played for JFK, best high school in the. In wait a the second. Wait, a, we ain't gonna talk <laughs> like we ain't. No, hell no. Hold on. I know y'all got athletes now. I know y'all got athletes. Shout out to JFK. Shout out to all my JFK players mm -hmm. out there. I'm I'm a hey nigga though. I'm a John Hay alumni, oh, and in oh nine is when we came back. That's when that's when the school opened back up for John Hay, and I came. As a freshman in 09, but we really started changing the game in like 11. Mm -hmm. So, but in, in 09, you was a top 100 scouting Ohio player. Where did you end up going? Um, I went to Notre Dame College here. Shout out to Notre Dame because they was offering me money too. Actually, I, I've been one of the best players since I was like 10 years old. Okay. So, like my first year ever you playing huge. football. You are big as fuck. <laughs> I am now, but I wouldn't, I, when I wasn't as big like when I was younger. Okay. I was like graduate. I graduated. I was 190 pounds soaking wet, but I ran a four five. Like I had like 90 some tackles my last year. 1906. Oh, what? Um. So you was a DN. Play DN linebacker, tight end. Play a little bit of everything. So you was the superstar on the team. I was one of them. Me and uh my boy uh, Gary Briggs. He was the best player. So every wow. every week in the newspapers, it was me and his name. Okay. That's what's up. So boom, you go to Notre Dame and you start and you playing. So so. It's crazy that when I, I went to the All-Star game because I played in the East-West. East yes, West. I got offered that. My bad, fuck up, couldn't play. But that's hard. Okay, we got a lot more than I thought. So I went to, I, I, I played for the East-West All-Star game, but I had went from starting my whole life, getting MVPs. Mm -hmm. um, I was top 100 player, you know, all sitting, all county, all, region, all, all of that, that stuff. Yeah. And then uh, when I went to the All-Star game, um, 
everybody was big. Yeah. Everybody was fast. Yeah. And I ain't even I ain't even play. Like I sat the bench. Really? Yes. The yeah. whole All-Star game. The whole All-Star game. That's like, tough. I'm not go from being this demand to just sitting the bench. I was like, dang, but I ain't gonna lie, I was demoralizing because they was it was a lot of great players, but I felt that I was better than, you know, all of those guys. <laughs> I absolutely and then, so um, that. And then I went to Notre Dame, and mm. everybody was huge. It was like yeah. grown men. Yeah. And I'm playing DN at 190 pounds soaking wet. Really? Yep. So, uh, so I went from, um, we had went in there, and it was like, everybody got to lift 225. Mm-hmm. Everybody got to uh, do a max of your squat, your deadlift. How many pull-ups can you mm-hmm. do? I couldn't even hit 225 my freshman year. And uh, it 90s, was only, it 90s was, boys coming out was, 315. Out of high school, easy. Yeah, and it was only uh five people that that couldn't hit it out of the whole out of wow. the, out of a, over a hundred players. So, but every year I just got bigger, mm-hmm. stronger, mm-hmm. faster. So by my senior year, I was hitting two twenty five, fifteen times. Ooh, and I was like I was like two eighteen my last year, mm-hmm. and then um I was sitting, I sat the bench like three years, but by my junior going into my senior year, I won MVP in the foot in the uh, spring ball game. Wow. So I just put So the, you put the work in. Put the work in. And it like, paid off. Paid off. Like I could have just been like, man, like forget this school. Absolutely. This and that. Yep. And just kind of just fell in the, in the back. But I knew my potential and I knew right. my work. And that's really how my entrepreneurial journey has been. Yeah, let's get back to that. Because I, I feel like that was the foundation mm-hmm. to where you are now. That's why you hustle. That's why you got all these things going mm-hmm. on. Because you had to grow from the bottom, starting from none of this. You didn't have none of this no. to actual tangible things just like the muscles you actually see them now you know what i'm saying so that's what's up so okay entrepreneurship when did that start um i had my first business at the age of nine wow it was called stand the grass man cutting grass is glass as long as you cut it fast i don't sell weeds i cut them and then oh um, you a smooth motherfucker okay I, I used to okay i used to carry a cougar in middle school i sold mambas buckalicious we used to uh get the bag big bags of fruities bag them up. I used to go grab them for 50 cents and then go to school selling for a dollar. So I just flipped my money. Then, then I started realizing that the big bag was $3 and I could make an extra 15 off that bag. Wait a minute. So I just, At I just, nine? Now I went nine. Nine was when I first started. Uh-huh. Like, when I got to middle school, that's when I started like really selling the candy. Okay. But I did that's some money. high class shit right there. You was like, wait, yeah. if I just buy the bigger bag, I'm going to get some extra. But wow. you, but you, when I went to Elliot, you know, like, um, I went to Elliot, it, it was a rough school. Mm-hmm. It was a bunch of hustlers at my school. So there's a lot of guys who sold drugs. And I remember I seen a guy in middle school driving a car. What? Everybody was fresh. Everybody was fly. So it's like, if you want, I mean, my parents got me, you know, two, maybe three pair of shoes for that year. But in middle school, you got to be fresh. How you going to get the girls? Right. So it's like, you gotta, you might have to get you another three pair of shoes. Right. So I wasn't gonna ask them because I asked my parents for money. I was like, I get $20? $20 for what? To go to the movies. Well, the movie only four seventy five. I'm like, well, oh, what I gotta get, I gotta catch the bus back and forth. Well, that's only $3. Mm-hmm. What about popcorn? What about this? What about that? So I, I got tired of asking my parents and explaining to them why I needed the $20. I knew they weren't gonna buy me that you know, pair of LeBrons or that pair of forces or that's what Michelin Ness was hot back then. Iceberg, Burberry, like just started coming out, Gucci and all that stuff. So I was like, I might just sell candy and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So I remember I was in um, sixth grade, I got in trouble. My uncle raised me, he came to the school and uh, 
He was like, show me a locker. So my locker was bulging out. He's like, open your locker. I opened it out. It's like 10 pair of shoes just fell out of my locker. What? He was like, no, you get all these damn shoes at. I'm like, I bought them. Like, so you just buying shoes, stuffing them in your locker. Yeah, I didn't want, want them to know I was getting all the stuff at home. Because I thought they were going to, like, you know, tell me I can't wear it. Even yeah. though I was buying them or whatever. Yeah. But, yeah, man, I had shoes, clothes. Like, I So used that's to- where the freshness started to come in. You start um, getting real clean on them because you step out. Yeah, I would. Fresh came like it's just always. My dad was real big in the style. Mm. Like my dad, like people used to call him a Mac. Like he used to wear the furs and minks okay. and trenches. And, and um, you do be coming with these little bitties. <laughs> 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 yeah, but school, you get that from your daddy, huh? Yeah. What part part come from it? And it's just being in the streets. Everybody was fly. Yeah. Like everybody had their own style. You know, whether they dress like back then, people you could wear white tees, people was wearing red monkeys and diesel, mm-hmm. bows, Nietzsche, Rock Rockerware was hot state property. I used to wear academics, you know what I'm saying? That was my thing. Um, but I had to find my own style. Cause I went to Kennedy right after Elliot. All right. So I done seen dudes at Kennedy where some guys wear suits. You got these dudes wearing the jogging fits with wow. the Tims. Yeah. So it's like I'm able to see so many different styles. Mm-hmm. And then music. Yeah, exactly. And music had a um a part on that as well. You know, seeing like Fab with the bandanas and jewels, mm-hmm. Cameron wearing the pinks and um, you know, the Tims in New York. So it's just like as a kid I was always creative. Mm-hmm. And I just fashion as a way to express myself. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So when did you realize that? Was that in high school when you started making those transitions? Like Okay, I gotta make some money for a little bit of extra drip. Um, it started in middle school. So it started even before sixth, that. Sixth grade. So when did the product start to come in? Because you got these products now. I kind of want you to break down these three that we have right in front of us. What are they? All right, so um, I'm gonna hold them up. So I'm gonna, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna start with this, the candle, and the, the logo on the front, so yeah. you know it's here. Yeah, that's a candle. Um, so the candle actually have my fragrance. I got my own scent. Okay. It's called Liquid Gold. Okay. And, uh, that's where actually where all of that started from. It was, um... This is the first thing? Yeah, it was my candles. And, uh, well, the fragrance, the, I started with an oil. It was a $10 bottle. I ain't had no labels or nothing on it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, this one I was like, I was transitioning from managing. So, I had, um, I was just introducing artists but i always have my oils you know what i'm saying mm. so i would go and as art as managers out there even if you're an artist a dj or whatever you gotta build relationships yeah so i used to go to all the bars and sell my product to this i would start with the security because they first wow then i would go to the bartenders then i go to the dj but first i just give them away mm-hmm. and um but i was still managing music artists so one thing i always did is i always kept my name as Gordon, mm-hmm. I used to go and talk to the DJ and say, hey, would you like a drink? They didn't even know I was selling a product. They didn't know I was managing music artists or anything. And they'd be like, some say no, but everybody drinks water. Right. So if they say no, I'm going to go get them a bottle of Fiji or something like that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to buy me drinks. Like, and then I'm like, hey, then I introduce my product. Mm-hmm. Smell this. Or I introduce my artist. Like, man, check this out. This is dope. Cause I done built a rapport with them. Mm-hmm. People love gifts, so I always had product. So I give them a bottle. They hit me up for three. Wow! You cool with the bartenders? As a as a um as an artist, you want to get cool with the bartenders because the bartenders is gonna tell the DJ what to play. Really? Yeah. So who's at the bar most of the time? Yeah. 
the bartenders. Yeah. So if you cool with the bartenders, even if you tipped her, gave her a couple dollars, say, hey, you know, music artist, you tell the DJ to play this or whatever, what they gonna tell them? No. Right. So you wanna get they gonna listen to them. Yeah. That's black. Okay. That's a little, hey, that's a little trick to the trade right there. I ain't even think about that. They can be trying to hit the DJ. DJ be high as hell. Get that away from me. Get the bartender. You 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 ain't going to pass up on a bartender. You still connect with the DJ. DJ. Connect connect with the DJ first. Build a relationship with them. Facts. Because I I ain't going to lie. I used to pay DJs to play my artist's music. Absolutely. And it's like. Respectfully. That is the game. I pay them, man. A lot of people just think stuff should get handed to them. Yeah. stuff be free. But I invested in everything that I got right now. If I'm going to do this clothes, product. Anything. So let's go to this. What is this? Is this wine? It's my wine. It's called it's called the standard. And it's a strawberry lemonade. I haven't officially like put it put it out. I just okay. been, I just been kind of giving them away. So if you buy a hundred pair a hundred bottle of my fragrance, you know, I'll give you a bottle of wine. But it, it's it's nice, man. My family, um I've I've built a luxury brand. So I'm the face of a limo company now. Wow. It's called Phoenix Luxury. Um, I'm also the face of a um, Victor Freeman's collection, so he's gonna be styling me sometimes, and he make all his clothes from scratch, like suits, cashmere, yeah. minks, you know, pony material, wings, yeah. all that. So, but I was able to do that by investing in me, you know, just the way I dress, my appearance, the way mm-hmm. I carry myself. Even when I got, you know, got the S gorgeous ladies or whatever, um, it paid off. And even as far as production, you know, how you got your camera crew and everything set up so nice. Um, when I do my events, I'm spending between six hundred to thousand dollars for just for production alone. Wow! You know what I'm saying? I have two two photographers, two videographers. Wow! You know what I'm saying, and Scott, that, we gotta get better, all right? Because he said we got a crew. <laughs> <laughs> it's just you, man. Double up. I was about to let it go, but I love it because I love it. But no, that's facts. It takes yeah. money to really have that quality and really. Get what you're trying to get out of it. Yeah. That's facts. But you, but the investments are paying off. Yeah. So talk. I want to talk about this because you got four, three different products right here. You talked about the limo company and everything. Streams of income. How important is it to have different streams of income? Um. So two ways to make money. Um, you can offer a product or you can offer a service. Yeah. So you know, service could be uh, somebody cleaning this space right here. Can you take note? Um, somebody could be cutting grass, uh, landscaping, plumbing, blue hair, barbering, you know, services. But then products is like what I have, which are flip flops. I got wine, I got candles, I got lotion, um, I got sprays. I went from a ten dollar bottle of oil with nothing on it to a hundred fourteen dollar bottle of my three point four ounce bottles. Wow. Now. And now you can get them at um, Tower City. Um, my boy uh, Jeff uh, Red Velvet. Okay. You can purchase my fragrance there. You also can purchase that at Infinity's Boutique mm-hmm. on the Waycliffe. Um, shout out to my ladies. And then also uh, sgordonproductions.com. There so, you go. As far as the streaming. Um, and that's where it kind of like really started for me because I'm used to making money every day. Okay. Uh, three, three, four hundred dollars a day just selling product mm-hmm. out the trunk, you know, just talking to people. And I've, I've met and touched so many people that now my phone rings and people hitting me up to buy product. Mm-hmm. But um, pandemic is where it all like really just it hit home because I I um I was used to making money every day and I had ten thousand saved up 
And when the pandemic hit, I was like, okay, I'm cool. I can sit out for a month. Mm-hmm. But then I'm said two, three thousand coming out of my account mm-hmm. every month. You know, said so I was down on my last like eight hundred dollars, and I was just getting antsy and other. Like, I need some money, yeah. so I just was like, man, what am I gonna do to start generating money if I can't physically be in front of people? And that's when I tapped into the media space. And um, really, yeah, just, that's when you started doing the interviews. So that's when I started so doing interviews. What is your where is what is your show? Where can they find it? And tell them all of that good stuff because you got the products now. You got mm-hmm. the interviews, and his interview is deep, so that's for sure. Um, so the the show that I that I I have out now is called Just Curious. Mm-hmm. But before Just Curious, I had um I have three other shows. Wow. So uh, I started with a show called Speak Up Baby. Okay. And Speak Up Baby was uh, for women. I gave women a voice. I have a platform. Um, I love women, you know, and women has always supported me. They show it to my events. Seventy percent of my events are women. Yeah. You know yeah, saying? he bring them out. That's back. And then um, they the ones who bought my product. And even when I used to manage artists, I was pushing our brand and men's clothing. Women's always saying, why y'all got women clothes? Mm-hmm. Why you ain't got men for us? Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, you buy this damn t-shirt. <laughs> 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 but it always was in the back of my mind. And it's just like, that's kind of like where, um, you know, where that where that was, like, as far as the women. Just, just my demographic. Understanding and and knowing and knowing my demographic. So speak up, baby, I was just interviewing women, giving them a voice. And it was just like it got real stressful because a lot of women was showing up late, castling mm-hmm. on me. Mm-hmm. And um doing Hard these shit. doing these interviews don't be hard. Don't they don't be easy. People don't understand that. Fact. It looked good. Like right. how they see us on camera, we talking and all yeah. this. They think it's just but, um, but even with, you know, like somebody might not show up or what? You gotta be late. You gotta fill in the blanks. And then I was doing homework on all these girls. Uh-huh. And it's just like, that was stressful for me because I did like 100 videos of just women. Really? And then I just stopped. I went cold turkey. I'm like, oh, I'm cool on it. I'm gonna just take a break from this. Mm-hmm. I got a thousand subscribers. I, um, How long did it take you to get that? Two, like six months. Woo! We getting there, family. We getting there. Keep subscribing, like, <laughs> comment, all of that good jazz. We gotta get to that. We're on the road to a thousand. That is for sure. But you gotta, in order to get that thousand, you need a hundred videos. If really? You, if you get you a hundred videos, you get you go get a thousand subscribers. Okay. We at like, I think we're at seventy now. We'll, by the time you drop, we'll be around seventy. Yeah. Because we're like at sixty-eight or something like that right now. But okay. And, a, and another way to. Are oh, we still rolling? Let's make sure that's happening. It's still red, still going good. All right. This is the new camera, people. Another thing that you could do too for your subscribers, um, call people and just ask them to subscribe. Literally, just call them. on the on the. I really was about to go phone gotta, to phone and be like, subscribe, that, subscribe. Every that. event I go to, I'm think I'm trying to figure out a way when we do our live events mm-hmm. to get as many subscribers mm-hmm. in that building mm-hmm. as freaking possible. Because yeah. you can get followers. You know, hey, follow me, follow me back. But a subscriber on YouTube, you yeah. gotta open up that YouTube. Who goes to YouTube at a club? You gotta just, you gotta tell them like my uh, cousin, cause he, he starting this clothing brand, and he asked me, he like, man, how do you get hundreds of people to show up to your events? Mm-hmm. How do you like maintain this rapport with these people? Mm-hmm. Um, I tell people, hey, subscribe. I will pull it up. Give me your, give me your phone and subscribe. I got, I got five thousand contacts in both my phones. Wow. So, 
you telling me I can't get a thousand subscribers between those five thousand? Right. Contacts? I got a net, a net um work for thirty thousand people. Mm -hmm. So it's just Shit. like so you gotta you gotta like the best yeah. the best marketing is just one on one. Get it. Hit Absolutely. Up. You know what I'm saying? Like, are you subscribed to the Twin Truth Network? I am. I know you are. <laughs> I know you are. I, know you I, are. I, I subscribe. I remember when you told me. Yeah, I got like I, I got like four of the accounts that I subscribe, so you get. get oh yeah, <laughs> we like that. We like that too. Hey, we don't mind. Um, yeah. but okay, so right now, where are you headed? Um, right now I'm focusing on media. So. So you take every, that to every every every. I'm about to be the biggest uh production company that anybody has ever seen. Yeah. Um. It's crazy because, like, you know, I have my own media, you know, space, and mm -hmm. I have cameras and different things. But I partner with people, mm -hmm. so now I bought, I done bought my own camera. I got a Camp Two Fifty. Wow! If you if you it's start if you start shooting content, um, get you a DSLR, or get you a mirrorless camera. Those are good cameras to start with, just to do interviews and stuff like that. Um, I see you got the Canon, you know what I'm saying? But get you a tripod, just get you a, a F two Fifty, a DSLR. Just have somebody just swivel in that boy for you. Really? Throw a road mic on there. Now you got now you got now you do interviews. I like that. I like that. That's a little tidbit right there. How much could that run you? Um, so the camera I got, it cost me like eight hundred, you know what I'm saying? But That's I got not bad. But I got the whole I got mics and all that, so it came out to like a thousand. Okay. So you That's wanted, still not bad. Not bad. You get your tripod. So mm -hmm. it cost cost you about eleven, twelve hundred. And then plus, plus your Mac, you gotta you need your Mac. Gotta add a Mac. Gotta add a Mac for so that's gonna cost you between six and eight hundred dollars. Mm -hmm. Maybe a thousand if you get that software, you can get it from me because we can put Final Cut Pro, we put all that stuff on there for you. Mm -hmm. That's a three hundred dollars software, but I'll let you get it for one fifty. There you, you go. Saying? And then always like, selling. He's always gonna sell you something. It don't matter what he's doing. Mm -hmm. But but I but I was able to get a lot of things that I have with relationships. Mm -hmm. So. Limo company, I got that through a relationship. That you um, built over time. time. That is that's how this game works. And a lot of people, they they always seeking money. Like even some photographers that I see out there now, they just started two weeks ago, but they charging with um one of the top photographers would charge. Mm -hmm. Or even a videographer. I have photographers hit me up all the time say, Hey, I want to shoot for you. Then I go look at their page, they don't even got no videos, mm -hmm. their content, they don't have no pictures. But I have my own, I have my own production crew. Mm -hmm. I got two, three photographers. Right. And I got a, a videographers, and I know how to shoot my own stuff too. Right. So it's like if you ain't even put the work in, you can't. I'm not saying don't charge that, but you you don't want to you don't want to water your brand out. Right. Like I was build it up, build it up. So when you do start charging, you feel confident because a lot of people they'll charge this amount and then actually get it and be like, oh shit, I actually mm -hmm. gotta, I actually gotta. Perform this task at the highest level, and they already paid me, so I gotta make it happen. A lot of people start folding, then they don't get no return customers. But if you build it up and you build it up, and you don't look at the money first, you start to build up a a, a confidence in yourself and your ability. So when you start charging, it's like, no, I'm worth more than this actually. So get this now because it's going up. But a lot of people go up too fast and they come down. No, you can't do that. Can't do that like, gradually. Like, like Logan. Logan came some good friend of mine. Shout out to Logan. Brother of mine. Supposed to be on here. Logan charged. I'll play you But Logan charged between he charged like 150 hours for his videos. Mm -hmm. But then you got guys who just started who's charging what he charging. Mm -hmm. And I know for a fact they work ain't as good as he is. Right. So um 
sometimes like we gotta humble ourselves. Yeah. Because I used to uh people used to always say, Why why you don't charge for consultations and help people and stuff? I'm like, I don't wanna charge people yet. I wasn't ready yet. Yeah. I wanna keep building I said it up. The same thing. But now if you wanna book with me for for uh, for an hour, it's a hundred dollars. Yeah, because you built that. $100, you know what I'm saying? Because for one, I got all the connections, I got all the resources, and I didn't experience, I got the experience, you know, mm -hmm. as far as like the, the knowledge, whether it's artistry or your marketing mm -hmm. or fashion, whatever it may be. If you want to sit down with me, it's going to be $100. Right. Because that's how much you charge. Like, it's just the only difference with time. the difference with now, your time is more valuable than money. Exactly. The difference between now and, and, and is that. Even by me sitting here, I'm still making money. Right. I just got a. I just had three things hit my phone. I just seen it, and um, somebody bought product from me. That's beautiful. Working while you working, and it's working for you. So that's that's income that you ain't even got to work for. You, it's already you've already put in the work. So now it's just it's coming mm -hmm. in. It's just coming in while you sleep. Exactly. That's when you really start making money. They said, is that true? Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, yeah, residual income, like you know. That's what I had really just learned during the pandemic. I mm -hmm. just I just start focusing on my mind, my body, mm -hmm. and my spirit. I go run a mile a day. Um, I start Get reading. Get your help right. That's yeah. facts. Get your help right. Yeah, I start reading, and then um, and I just start focusing on my credit. So I just hit a six eighty. I had five hundred last year. Wow! Congrats on that. That's sure. big. That's big. No, that's huge. Especially um, having to bring it back up because a lot of people credit repair is a big thing in the black community. And that's something that we have to take seriously as soon as we can. But I appreciate your time. We got the sandals. We ain't talk about them, but we got we got the sandals popping off. But before we get out of here, um, it's just called get it off your chest. So basically, that's just the way we we ended to say um, before we see you again. What do you want to tell the people? What do you want to tell your supporters? What do you want to tell the people that may be? Um, hating on you that maybe um that that maybe been there since the beginning that knew you played college football. What do you want to say? Get it off your chest. Um I just want to tell everybody out there like if you feel like the the world is against you or you are an entrepreneur, you do hair, you do nails, you might paint cars, you might clean whatever you may do, even if you work in nine to five, just just don't listen to what other people tell you that that's uh, stopping you from your ultimate goal. Just keep going, moving your purpose. Um, everything that I've done at this point, somebody told me I couldn't do it. Mm -hmm. And it was people in my family. But if I listen to them, you know, I'd be an average person. Right. I'm not average. Right. So you got to just keep going. And I tell people, stop looking out the window and look in the mirror. Everybody always looking at what everybody else doing instead of focusing on what they need to be doing. Wow. Like, if you, it's like if you're driving a car, you you why are you looking in this rearview mirror? It's so small. You look at behind you. Mm -hmm. You should be looking at that that big windshield that's in front of you, mm -hmm. and that's how you should operate your life. Look at that big windshield, and when you do that, the floodgates gonna open up. I made a, I'm, I um I sold over twelve thousand bottles of my fragrance. Wow. Limo company. We we got we got five vehicles. It went for two thousand a day. Wow. Um, per, per for four vehicles. Yeah. That's eight thousand a day. All Star Weekend. Sheesh. You know what I'm saying? Like All Star Weekend was a good weekend. Yeah, like so. Um, don't don't never let nobody tell you you can't do that. And I just had my biggest account um, over the weekend, a wedding, uh, three hundred products. Wow! Candles, lotion, fragrance. That was my biggest account. Man, congratulations! 
That's real. Yeah, that's and I just had a daughter. So it's just like everything is just clicking. Mm-hmm. Because I'm not focusing on this negative. Mm-hmm. I got my horse blinders on, man. Me like, too. And, I, and I'm that's why we here way. today with you. Because that that's what we that's what we want to be about. This is the epitome of the King Team Network. Being on your shit, blinders on. We are focused on some shit bigger than us. Bigger shit that's gonna change generations, generational wealth, generational knowledge, generational understanding. So, man, you are on. You are the epitome, and you you are on a path to success way past you even imagine. And that's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Because you're doing crazy already. So it's like to even know you going on a whole different level is crazy. So I can't wait to get on your show. <laughs> you know, I gotta plug that. I can't get with everything on the show, but I appreciate your time, man. Thank you for being here at the King Team Network. Thanks for having me. For sure. We are here. Another one. Uh-huh.